Welcome to the My Essential Birth Podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Stephanie. And we're professional doulas, childbirth educators, and the creators of My Essential Birth, the holistic, empowering online childbirth education course helping mothers everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. So join us each week as we share tips and advice for all things pregnancy, birth, and beyond. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to get new content. And head over to www.myessentialbirth.com for more information about our birth course and to join a community of mamas just like you. Before we get started, we would like to invite you to leave a review for this podcast in iTunes. It's a brand new show and it's really important in the launch of a new podcast to gather reviews. Will you please help us spread the word by leaving a review so that more mamas have a chance of finding this podcast when they search for one? We read every single review and we promise to keep doing that. We love what everyone, all of you ladies have been saying about the Pregnancy and Birth Made Easy podcast here with My Essential Birth. So thank you everyone for your continued support. If you don't know what an Enneagram is, it's a diagram with nine points that illustrates the nine human character structures. They are nine different, but very connected types. And it doesn't necessarily tell us what we do, but why we do it. And to quote Beth at your Enneagram coach on Instagram, go check her out. The Enneagram accurately and clearly describes why you think, feel, and behave in particular ways based upon your core fears and core desires. The idea is that you can use this path of self-discovery to help you transform into the highest, healthiest, truest version of you. So less of a personality test and more of a path back to the truest version of yourself. And as with each of these episodes, we will make sure to link to the free test in our show notes. So make sure to go check that out, take the test and enjoy the episodes. We just have to preface this by saying we are Enneagram enthusiasts, certainly not experts, but we find it all interesting and figured you might too. Our reviewer of the week is Farina Allers, and she says, so, so good. I love that title. (laughs) She said, I am so thankful that I found this podcast. I've been able to overcome my fears as a first-time mom, and I have gained so much knowledge through the podcast, the Instagram posts, and the online course. Stephanie and Courtney feel like friends I haven't met yet. We are your friends. And they are incredibly supportive and willing to help and answer questions as best as possible. Totally recommend. I don't know what I would do without having the tools to empower myself to achieve the birth experience I have pictured for myself and my husband. Even the husband enjoys the course and wants to continue to learn. Don't look any further. This is it. I love that your husband. She's my new favorite person. I know. (laughs) We love you, BFFs. I love, well, you said, go ahead, about the husband. No, I just, I love that your husband's excited too. I love that. Makes such a difference. It really does. Yeah. And I love the, they feel like friends I haven't met yet. I feel that way about the majority of people that reach out to us. I'm like, yes, you're one of my best friends. All I want to do is talk birth with you. So (laughs) I love that. That's awesome. All right. This week's topic is all about, you may have guessed it, Enneagram 5. So we're going to go over, as we normally do, the strengths, things that you were amazing at, what you're going to watch out for, advice for partners, including communication, and why you will love the My Essential Birth course. So with that, let's dive in. 
So our Enneagram 5 mamas, they are the investigator, the thinker, the observer. They kind of live a lot in their head, and that's okay. Um, one of the major strengths that you bring to the birth space is that if you're someone who chooses to take an interest in birth, then we fully plan to see you join us on this side of the birth world and in making birth for women so much better. You are the kind of person that helps make big movements in the world through quiet and confident effort. Which I feel like is kind of scary, right? Like, yeah. like if you're thinking of like a horror movie, quiet and confident, isn't that always the guy with the axe behind you? Oh, like, stop it. No. <laughs> no, but okay. Like, let's flip that I... and put it in a positive light. They're like quietly, confidently moving through and creating like all of the laws and organizing right. all the stuff behind to make sure things are going right. Do you know what I think of when I picture Enneagram 5 women? I picture like... Probably not a horror movie. Not like a horror I movie. <laughs> I picture like a really placid lake that looks all still on the surface, but underneath Ooh. it's like churning. You know what I mean? And there's so much activity going on. I like on. that. Can you do uh, a visual for each Enneagram number? What would it be for three? I'll see what I can come up with. Because <laughs> that, that was like... I'm a visual person and I was very like, oh, I can feel fives. Yeah, that was you can cool. feel them. They're yeah. very, I don't know, they feel kind of soulful to me. Yeah. Um, I We fully expect these, you Enneagram fives, to bring new information and new topics to light within um, this, this topic or in greater depth within our community. And we completely welcome and wait for it. So I'm anxious to see what, after Enneagram fives listen to this, what you guys bring up. Because I think you guys research things that maybe aren't on the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you pull a lot of really interesting information. So you're willing to, to dive into the topics that people either aren't realizing that need to be talked yeah, about. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that. I love that quality. Um, Enneagram fives are super calm in stressful situations. And so this is an incredible strength to have during birth because you'll likely be calm and focused even when there's a lot of commotion and hubbub going on as labor progresses and becomes more intense. Like, I need that strength. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am not the most calm in stressful situations. Yeah, no, I love thinking about that because I have been at births with mothers who that was very much the case. So even the commotion of like the hospital room or people around her, and yet you can see that she is like focused on herself. She's got that deep breathing. You're able to tune into your body. I love all of and that. And tune out. And tune out everything else. Yeah, you tune inward and you tune out what else. Yeah, totally. Um, You love to learn and also analyze and work through information and situations logically. So during pregnancy and birth, you're likely to be interested in everything you can find about birth and to use that information to make logical and informed decisions for birth as well as throughout the process of labor. This likely means you're the kind of mama that's totally going to write a birth plan, and Mm -hmm. that's great. Another thing I love about fives, and I've got a, a girl in particular that I work a lot with and she's just so thoughtful you can tell Mm -hmm. that they really take that notion of think before you speak that just comes really naturally to them and so they're very thoughtful (laughs) (laughs) and then you're going I'm like I "I gotta get it out (laughs) but they give these super thoughtful answers and so speaking with your partner and your care provider it will warrant respect and appreciation for the time and care that you've put into a request or that you've put into a response. Yeah, and I like the fact that you do pause and stop to think about the situation before moving forward. I think many of us could take a lesson from that. It's very intentional. Yes, and I like especially in a birth space um, or picking a provider or setting things up to be the way that you would like them to be, I think that's such a beautiful quality to have. Yeah. Um, I think another thing that goes along with that is 
Enneagram fives are not interested in what others are doing regarding birth. They really just care about what they want. And so even if everybody you know is having a hospital birth, you might be the one that is like, yeah, but I want to have the home birth. And then you move on to do that no matter how much um, support or whatever you have. That's just kind of where your head is. So um, it includes things like not caring for what your provider may desire for you if it doesn't align with your desires. And it's great because you can investigate and find a provider that does, which is one of our main things that we talk about all the time. Exactly. You have immense focus. So during birth, you're going to be incredibly good at focusing completely on the task of birthing in front of you. And this is incredible because you will be pulling in all the, the knowledge and the preparation that you've done and get to work on doing it calmly and doing it really well. Yeah, and along with that is I think like having control of your thoughts. If you're somebody that turns inward and you can stay focused on what's in front of you, well, then you're not worrying about all the other things. And so I feel like their births might even go smoother. I can't like officially say that, right? And this would be an Enneagram <laughs> 5 at your very best. But that your mind is such a powerful tool during that time. Yep. All right, so let's give you some a little bit of a heads up, some things <laughs> to watch out for as a birthing Enneagram 5 woman. Um, you tend to walk a really fine line between feeling safe and lonely. And because you like to turn inward and to analyze and to think and assess, um, while that can be a positive function for you, be careful that you don't withdraw too much, particularly from your partner. I think between pregnancy hormones and like a constantly changing, growing relationship um, and preparing for birth, you may find yourself pulling away from your partner a little bit instead of getting closer. Yeah, and one of the ways that you can combat that is by making sure to stop and show them appreciation and say things like thank you um, and giving them an opportunity to kind of give you some love back. Along with that, you may have a hard time understanding or relating to your partner's emotions. So whatever they might be feeling during pregnancy and birth and after. Um, so it's really important that you take time to listen as well as make sure that they know that they're appreciated and like I said, thanking them for their support. You tend to not feel totally comfortable being around a group of people that you don't know very well, like a birth team at a hospital may cause you some stress because you've never met these nurses before. Um, and so you want to make sure that you have your partner nearby ready to support you. And you may also want to bring in a doula or somebody else that's really supportive to attend your birth with you so that you can be more in control and not have so many unknown faces in your birth space. Yeah, I, I, so this is something, and I'm not a five, but I am observant in the sense that I, especially in a, in a new place for me, I won't really say anything. I kind of hold back and mm. I observe everything to make sure it's safe. And some of that has to do with childhood trauma or whatever, you know, like baggage, right? Baggage. Um, but I can relate to that. And so I think it's really important along, along with like the people that we bring with us and creating that birth team to make it a comfortable space. And so we've talked about before, like bringing your pillow, bringing your blanket, bringing things that smell like you or your partner. Um, I think creating that space will help that feel a little safer. And I feel like vibes tend to do this naturally. They're the kind that would bring things into kind of an otherwise sterile environment mm. to make that space their own. So let's get into some advice for partners. And our big topic all the time is basically communication. Um, how do we communicate well? 
I think for partners, it's important that you tell her that her needs are not a problem at all, that you're happy and excited to be able to serve her in any way that she needs because her whole fear and things that she hold in is that she's not going to be good at what she's doing, that she's not going to be able to complete a task, um, and that maybe things around, like surrounding her don't necessarily matter. You're going to want to encourage her to discuss openly and honestly what she desires for her birth and then ask how she would like to go about achieving that and what support she envisions that she'll need from you. And a reminder that you're there to support her throughout the process and that you're really actually happy to do so. Something that you'll have to look out for is because she is very, it's very important to her that she does things well. If for some reason the birth that she desires, whatever that looks like for her, does not end the way that she had hoped, it's going to be really important that you let her know she didn't fail. Um, I think a lot of the times a mother in this situation in Enneagram 5 will feel like she's not competent, she failed, she didn't do the thing. Um, and because she's already withdrawn and kind of goes inward, it might not be so apparent and it might be a little, um, I don't want to say worse, but like a little more serious than she's putting out. I think along those same lines, you also want to be paying attention, partner, to signs of postpartum depression specifically. But no matter what, since she's generally a bit more withdrawn anyway, this may take a little more effort on your part to catch what may be subtle differences. So if you're concerned or you're unsure, um, just reach out to a counselor. You can contact her provider as well or somebody who can help her and just say, you know, she, she tends to be a little more reserved anyway, but this seems different because... XYZ, and I'm just a little concerned. What do you think a good course of action would be? Yeah, and I'll also include in the show notes for this one um, a link to the postpartum test so that you can just have that information on like your fridge or somewhere nearby so that you can keep an eye on. Um, it has questions about like how she's feeling, what her day's like, did she shower? Like, you know, like is she doing these things that she normally otherwise would or not? And then you can kind of rate the risk assessment and maybe talk to her about it then. Yep. Make sure that she knows that you value what she has to say because she puts so much effort and thought behind what she says. And so make sure you speak with her logically and to the point. Don't don't try to um, do a bunch of beating around the bush or adding fluff if you need to bring <laughs> something up with her. Yeah. And during labor, make sure that you remind her that her body is made for this and that she's able to complete the task in front of her. Make sure that you're there and reminding her that she has what she needs and that her needs are important. Guess what? Enneagram 5 Mamas love the My Essential Birth Course. And Tell us why, Court. Here's some reasons <laughs> why. You're going to appreciate that we get right to the point. Some of our videos in the course are just a few minutes long, if that's all we need to cover a topic. And others are closer to an hour or more if we feel like you need um, an in-depth explanation on how to handle something. So we skip the fluff and we just give you what you need to know. Hey, that's kind of like this podcast episode because we were just saying this one's going kind of quick. But I think Enneagram 5 moms are going to appreciate this. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, you guys love to do your own thing and research alone without following trends of anyone within a class setting, for example. So the fact that the course is evidence-based and online is going to be really attractive to you. And since this course gives you all your options and not just societal norms, you'll find a lot of peace and comfort in knowing these options and being able to put together your list that makes you happy, not your friend happy. We 100% support you in any way you choose to give birth, um, even though you 
don't care whether or not we support <laughs> you. You do it on your own anyway, and we support that. <laughs> um, since connecting to your emotions might be tricky for you, we have meditations and exercises throughout the course that are going to help you get more connected with yourself and be able to work through any emotions that you might have surrounding birth. And it's going to naturally encourage you and your partner to come together. A lot of the weekly assignments that we give you um, are things, you know, there are things that can be adapted to do solo, but like the labor rehearsals, those are going to naturally bring the two of you together. And I think that'll be good. Right. So the birth course already has things that's going to play on your strengths, but it's also going to substitute or supplement things where you, where you need help in the areas that we said, hey, watch out for this, or here's some ideas for partner communication. We see you, Miss Placid Lake. And even though you don't care, we support you and your needs matter. You can do it. Your body was made for birth. You're going to rock it. All right, mamas, we will be back with more tips and advice soon. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications first about new episodes. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for more information on the birth course and to join our online community serving pregnant mamas just like you.